Welcome back to Vegan Hacks. Yay. I'm Jason Cartalian with... Mike Keller. I went to Plant Powered Restaurant in Hollywood. Have you been there? The new fast food place? Yes. I can't wait to go. It looks delightful. I believe it started in San Diego. Uh-huh. And the interesting thing about Plant Powered is pushing hard on the nostalgia vibe. Isn't it trying to be like a McDonald's, but vegan? Yeah, I had a Big Zack, which Ugh. basically is a Big Mac. In fact, it had uh-huh. the Thousand Island dressing. It had the three buns, you know, the one in the middle. They use Violife cheese. Mm-hmm. They use their own brand of uh, vegan meat, and it was delicious. They I also had something that was like animal-style fries, caramelized onions, and great uh, Violife cheese, and it was just so satisfying. So that was in the style of In-N-Out. And what's really cool, this is to show how vegan food has really arrived. This is a vegan restaurant that actually has parking. Wow. (laughs) What a privilege. So it's basically like all the things you feel left out of that carnivores get to eat. You you go to Plant Power and and you get to participate in your approximation thereof. That's correct. And... We also have a special guest that uh, a lot of vegans would like to shake the hand of this gentleman. For, for enabling them to also have another thing they're left out of. Because as vegans, you know, we, sometimes we want to retreat to the past. We want to, mm-hmm. the taste and, and nostalgic flavors that we had before we were vegan. And what's cool about this product, it's a product called Pitos, and it's very similar in taste and texture to Cheetos. So our very special guest is Nick Desai. He's the visionary CEO of Snack It Forward and creator of the Pitos brand. Nick. Yay. Hey, guys. How are you? I am so happy that you could join us. Thanks so much for joining us. I'm uh, excited to be on the podcast. This is a great honor. So, Nick, uh, what inspired you to create this brand? And uh, did you know that you would have like this kind of cult-like following in the vegan community? Wait, did you create it or did you acquire it? I, I created it. Oh, cool. Um, it, we created, we acquired the company, but we created this brand, Pedos. And really the whole impetus behind Pedos was coming up with a way to, you know, reinvent America's favorite snacks. Well, what we saw was happening is if you've been following you know, the, the kind of the world of food and the vegan trend is part of that, right? But there's a lot of other food trends, call it non-GMO or gluten-free or keto, or, you know, a, a lot of these trends have cropped up over the last 15, 20 years. And you see retailers like Whole Foods and Sprouts, which have kind of led the, you know, the, the movement towards better for you eating as as the consumer base has gotten, you know, thanks to the internet and other things, a lot more educated on what we're putting into our bodies, uh, which has driven an interest in eating better, eating healthier. But at the same time, you know, the rate at which we're absorbing new information has changed dramatically, but our core taste buds have not changed much, you know, and neither have our evolutionary habits. And at the end of the day, we are kind of hardwired to want certain attributes in the food products we eat, whether it's fat, it's almost a universal thing. If you look at food products around the world, you can see how different they are, but why is it that everyone likes fatty foods in almost any culture, right? If you look at salt, sodium, right? If you look at sugar, right? And so these are are things that 
that cross, you, you know, like ethnic boundaries, cultural boundaries. And, and at the end of the day, food is about eating. It's about taste. It's about that, 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 that satisfaction, right. That experience. And so no one wants to, at the end, you know, no matter how much we strive to want to eat healthier, um, eat better. We no one wants to feel like they're sacrificing their taste buds. No one wants to feel like they're making having to make a sacrifice to eat better. Sometimes we do, especially the adults. I think we do say, okay, you know what? I can't have the Big Mac. I can't have the hot dog. Can't have the pizza. I gotta have you know this instead. And we make that conscious sacrifice. Um, at the same time, imagine a world where you know pizza and hot dogs actually we're more nutritious than carrots and celery, right? <laughs> Almost this magical world. Um, and that's one of the reasons why I love testing products and things on kids because kids, you know, won't, uh, you know, won't make those sacrifices. Kids are like, I'm eating what I like, you know, forget it, right? At the end of the day. Uh, and so the impetus behind pedos was really focused on saying, hey, is there a way to create, you know, um, fun, tasty food products, snack products, um, that 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 also have a higher nutrition value, and we saw a lot of brands that were basically creating what we call better for you pro- food products. And you know, since we're particular, we're specifically focused in the snack arena. We saw a lot of people focused in the snack arena, where they're creating better and healthier snacks. But it it seemed like there was always a sacrifice on taste, on sensory experience. You know, uh, the the texture of the product, the color of the product, so many different things. As opposed to when you're, you know, just diving into a bag of Cheetos or Funyuns. Um, and and so what we what, what with Pedos, the, the mission was, hey, instead of trying to create a healthier snack that doesn't taste good, what if we could create a better form of America's favorite junk food? Um, you know, people. Uh, especially in snacking, you know, junk food is here to stay. We, there, there's times when we want to indulge and we want to, you know, uh, have that uh, salty, crunchy, fatty experience that Cheetos and, and snacks like Cheetos and Funyuns give us. And these brands are massive. I mean, they, you know, if you look at the annual sales of a brand like Cheetos, you're talking about, you know, $1.5 billion. In fact, fun statistic, 92,000 Cheetos are eaten every second in wow. the United States. Right? So. So we were like, you know, and then we see some of these better for you snack brands, but they really weren't getting that far. Like there was a lot of buzz about it in the press. But when you look at the numbers, they were like, these, these brands are tiny and they're really not making, a, you know, a big dent. And, and we looked at, you know, we, I used to go to the Natural Food Expo every year. I'm sure you guys have been there. Uh, Expo West, you know, which is in Anaheim every year, just happened in March. And a great, you know, it, it, the combined sales of, of just Cheetos, Doritos and Funyuns exceeds the combined sales of almost every other snack brand in that show combined. My TikTok channel, uh, the, the podcast, the stuff I do on Instagram is really aimed at a lot of people that want to eat junk food, but enjoy ethical you know, junk ethic, food. Yeah. They, 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 they don't want any cruelty well, or an, animal products in their, well, in their things. We call it, we call it junk free junk food. Mm-hmm. We think of guilt-free junk food. But at one point, I remember someone said, you need to go to get some pedos. And I remember going to, I think it was like a Kroger's or a, a Ralph's, and looking at the product, and it had milk product in the um, in the ingredients. I'm like, oh, man, this is the wrong one. And they, I remember someone telling me, some of them have milk products, some of them don't. And now I, with this rebrand, I see there's actually a vegan seal 
there are no milk products in your product. And what was the decision that made you take the milk product out of the, the, the snack? What has the response been? So basically, the, the impetus was this. So so when we started out, when we launched the brand, it was in 2018. We, we, we In order to create, call it this this better for you form of, of junk food, right? We did two things. We, we looked at products like Cheetos and and, and, and and Funyuns. And similar to the way like, you know, companies like Impossible Foods and Beyond Meat have approached the market, we said to ourselves, if we really want to make this a mainstream, you know, a brand and a big brand and really make a dent in the, in, you know, in the world, attract a bigger audience and just call it that hardcore natural channel consumer, then we're going to have to really mimic what we call the junk food experience. So we, we, we actually get, we were fortunate to get guys like Carlos Barroso. He was the former head of global R&D for Frito-Lay. He, be, he was the first, one of the first board members and an investor in our company. And we, we, we got to really understand the science behind how these products are made. And there's a, there's a big science behind it. And you guys were talking earlier about the, remember the, the, uh, the, the In-N-Out Burger style, um, style, you know, burger products you had and all that. I mean, think of like McDonald's French fries, right? Where my, my mom used to make like cut potatoes and just fry them in, 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 you know, in the fryer and serve up these French fries. They never tasted like McDonald's fries. And I'm like, beef in them. Yeah, I mean, fries are just potatoes that are fried. How come these taste McDonald's fries taste so addictive? What, what are they doing? But, but they have. They, there's a ton of science that goes be, into these products. A product like Cheetos, it's, and so we we studied that science and we did we did two things to the to the product to improve it. One is we realized that most of these snack products are made from a base of corn. And so we decided we're going to replace the underlying corn base because you don't have to use corn. It just happens that corn is a very readily available, low cost product, right? Uh, and and obviously, especially in the United States, where corn is massively available, it turns out that and in certain, uh, yeah, in other parts of the world, exactly, in other parts of the world, like like in India and Asia, uh, uh, instead of using corn as a base in many products, they use legumes as a base, uh, peas, lentils, you know, things like that. Peas, lentils, legumes have a much higher nutrition value per calorie than corn does. It's 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 a higher protein value, higher fiber value, plus. They're naturally non-GMO and they're gluten-free. So it, it, it seemed like a great kind of substitute product to, to, to focus on. And so we, we started experimenting with the notion of using the same approach and technology and processes that are used to create Cheetos with corn, but instead doing it with using this base of pea flour. And then the other thing we did is we said, look, these seasonings have a lot of artificial gunk in them, MSG, you know, and artificial colors and flavors. So we spent a lot of time replacing those artificial components with natural ones, but still having the same color overall sensory experience, meaning, you know, things that can impart a lot of color, but are natural instead of artificial. Um, and and uh, uh, things can give you that kind of you know, MSG style, you know, um, uh, umami style flavor. But, but again, are natural. Like mushrooms, for example, have a lot of natural umami. Tomatoes have a natural lot of uh, tomato powder has a lot of natural umami. So things like that. So we, we, we so ultimately we were able to launch in 2018 a product called Pedos. It was it was made from a base of pea flour and it had nothing artificial in it. And we got, you know, Kroger as one of our early customers and the product took off and, um, and it had, you know, two times the protein, three times the fiber. It was non-GMO, gluten-free, nothing artificial as compared to, you know, Cheetos and Funyuns. Now, here's the funny thing. And this is almost embarrassing, but in, we were trying to, you know, mimic the flavor profiles that are obviously the most common flavor profile. So obviously we didn't need to do a cheese, like the cheese Cheetos, right? And then 
flame, fire, flaming hot Cheetos, which is which is actually outsells the cheese version these days. I think um, we had to get a, a spicy version. I don't think we realized that the spicy version of Cheetos had dairy in it. So, so as we were formulating, we just made a spicy Cheetos, but it, ours didn't have dairy. It, and it wasn't even like we planned it that way. It was like it just you know we 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 ended up with we ended up with a spicy Cheeto, call it you know that didn't have dairy in it. That's really a, a, something that us vegans really want. That spike of a flaming hot Cheeto definitely fills a, a need it's like a slam dunk exactly. <laughs> we were trying to mimic that overall experience and, and taste profile but but we just ended, ended up not using dairy in that product and so the vegan community found out they stumbled upon it i guess and suddenly they were calling it the vegan hot cheetos and it was becoming a craze and everything I mean, we kept getting vegans raving about it and telling us how amazing it is and and how it's the first time they've had a product that actually satisfied how they used to be flaming hot Cheetos consumers and they can't have them anymore. And they've been looking, you know, for years for something that fills their satisfaction craving and how this product was doing it, the Pedos product. And and then they and then they kept asking us, hey, why aren't your other products vegan? But you know how the vegan community is very vocal and I like oh, that yeah. about them. But but they were like you guys, you guys need to make everything vegan. This is BS, you know, like why is your other products have dairy in them? You know, and then we launched the onion rings and the onion rings had dairy because it turns out that that 97% of Frito-Lay's puff snacks, including like flavors that you wouldn't expect, like a, like, an, like a Funyun is just an onion-based ring. You wouldn't even expect to have dairy in it, but it has dairy. I was just saying, it's, so it's what you basically accidentally stumbled into one vegan product and then you saw the demand was there and then pivoted into being like we, a exactly. vegan Exactly. So we, we saw the demand was there. And then we were like, you know what? There's a lot of dairy substitutes on the market today uh-huh. that are really, really good. And we saw that happening in other categories, right? Where you could see the, the, the dairy-free milks and the dairy-free eggs, like companies like Just and, and dairy-free. And there were so many good dairy substitutes. So we said to ourselves, wait a minute, what if we could achieve the same you know, sensory experience without the dairy? And we started experimenting with that. Mm-hmm. And that was really the next step of the evolution. And we, 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 by the way, we did a lot of that during the pandemic because it was a little bit of a slower time, right? And so it gave us a chance to, to step back and really re, uh, refine the product. As we were doing that, we also learned and we did a big market study with several thousand consumers. And we learned something really interesting about pedos, which is that kids love pedos. And we were really excited to hear this because, again, kids, you know, kids don't mince words when it comes to what they like and don't like. I, and I couldn't so, tell that it was a healthier version. It, it tasted like junk food, you know, like tasted like exactly. the regular yeah, it, mass market chips. Yeah, the, the taste is really, really amazing. In fact, it, you know, we're always, as vegans, sometimes we're always like feeling like, oh, it's kind of like M&M's, but there's mm-hmm, a little mm-hmm. something different. There's always a little something different. But your product for it just is has a magical alchemy where it actually tastes like what I remember Cheetos. The right. texture, the the structure, everything is so Cheeto like, and and that's uh, definitely a great selling point because you know we we don't want to compromise. What you're describing, it, it's like you you know it, all these mass market chip brands, they have um, like really subsidized cheap readily available ingredients and it sounds like your supplies are uh, a bit more expensive and, and so you you kind of had to dig a little deeper to find quality ingredients because you know it's not like the you know corn is so subsidized but you you know you were, you were describing like tomato paste and all these like you know natural natural organic ingredients it, it sounds like your 
your costs are higher. Yes, and you hit upon the single biggest challenge of, of pedos, right? Which is that if you want that extra layer of quality, you're going to have to pay for it. And mm-hmm. so we, 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 you know, there's no way you can give someone, you know, I always tell people like you can buy a Hyundai or you can buy a Lexus. Both are cars that will get you from point A to B, but they're not going to cost you the same. Right? Right. So it, the, the, that, that is the one you know, thing you have to, uh, you know, we have, we, we grapple with it, which is we can't charge the same for our product as Cheetos does. Um, and so it does, it does require that, that, that small investment into, 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 you know, your well-being. I think. Right. Peas in general, like pea protein seems to be very popular because, you know, people had this aversion to soy and aren't, aren't the beyond and impossible burgers also made of pea protein. It's like, it's some great, like miracle superfood, right? One of them is one of them isn't uh, okay. yellow peas, is, yellow peas is commonly used, but it's, it's also being used by ripple and in, in the dairy milk. It's being used by you know pasta companies that are doing the the, the, the chickpea and pea based pastas. So yeah, yellow peas is, are very very commonly used. It's a very versatile uh, ingredient um, that that can be used in food formulation. Very few drawbacks to peas. Very few, and it has a lower glycemic index. Uh, I mean, I mean, the biggest drawback is again it's a little more expensive than corn. Right. It's not, first of all, it's not subsidized. It's not grown in the same quantities as corn. So it, that's, it could you know. be right. It, if if the food system pivoted a little and they subsidized it the way they subsidize corn, it, you know, it, it could be just as cheap, right? A hundred percent. I mean, it's being used as the biggest protein source in countries like India and places like that, where yeah. meat products, the meat, you know, meat-based protein is much more expensive, actually. So, so it absolutely can be. And in fact, peas are a region. There's a whole sustainability element to the pedos that we don't even really spend that much time focusing on. But peas are a regenerative crop, and they use a lot less water than corn. Wow. So the, 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 it's a much more sustainably grown crop, which is, again, why I think the, the, it's become so popular and actually in poor countries. Beans and peas and legumes, if you look at countries like Mexico, like India, like Asia, all of, I mean, be, yeah, beans are very popular in Mexico. Critical, as a, yeah. they, they're huge. They're, these are huge sources of protein, and that's why they're so ubiquitous in so many other diets. We should start a campaign, pivot to peas. <laughs> I would love it. With Cheetos, now obviously the fact that Cheetos uses milk ingredients kind of helped supercharge, you know, your your business as you started and, and got you a bunch of I don't know, vegan fanboys. Why does Cheetos use milk ingredients in their product? From a call it a food technology and science standpoint, there's two let's bifurcated it into two types of flavors, right? There's the cheese-based flavors, like if you look at cheese Cheetos. Obviously, cheese has dairy in it, right? So mm. because cheese is dairy. So that makes sense, right, where you would have dairy in those products uh, if you have real cheese. If you have real cheese, you have to have dairy. You, can, you can't get away from that. Um, if, if, uh, but in the non-cheese flavors, the reason they put dairy in it is because it, it actually helps round out the flavor profile. There's something about the way it impacts your palate that helps like, create um, that, that full flavor, that full-bodied flavor experience. What do you use for your pedos to, to get that experience? We've used a variety of alternative ingredients that are be able to impact the same sensory experience, but without the dairy elements. The Funyun-ish um, pedos reminded me of an Israeli snack called Beastly. Is was there any inspiration from? It sounded it felt like the same like uh, spices. 
No. Was there any? In, no, it was just by chance. It was by chance, yeah. I used to love Funyuns when I was a kid. So I remember I was driving back from Expo West and I had some samples of your pedos and I just ripped one open and, and it just took me to a place. So I didn't mind the horrible traffic driving, you know, on the it's five freeway. It was, it, it's, it's perfect snacking food. I haven't p- posted it yet. I have a TikTok channel and uh, I do a lot of like crazy recipes and uh, I actually did a recipe for uh, flaming hot tofu, and I used pitos, so uh, there'll mm. be a pito appearance in my on my TikTok where I make some flaming hot tofu. That's awesome! Thank you so much for doing that. Let's talk about the future. So, what's next for your brand? Uh, where, where are you going to move into other types of food? Um, how, how, how do you plan to expand the pedo brand so it's at every 7-Eleven? During the pandemic hit, we had to pivot a little bit and we we, we um, launched a strong online presence. And so we launched a pedos.com store and we also um, got a, pushed our Amazon sales and we got huge growth on the online side. Um, and then with, with the things, you know, kind of coming back to normal a little bit, you know, as you know, this this Expo West uh, a few weeks ago was was the first live show in, in a couple of years. The, the the retailers are now coming back. You know, in terms of doing um, meetings, doing uh, with new brands, doing resets. For a while, it was kind of like on everything was on hold, and so um, this year we have a, a ton of discussions going on with l- several large retailers. Uh, and that are going to be bringing in the Pedos product. So our goal is just to increase expansion. We're in a little, little bit over 4,500 stores today, but we need to get that up to 20,000 stores. Um, still continue driving the online sales. We, you know, we're at the tip of the iceberg in terms of the awareness of the product. And again, I appreciate you know this opportunity today with you guys because this is exactly how we can help get the word out. You know, we don't unfortunately have the budget of 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 Frito Lay to do a you know five million dollar Super Bowl ad. If we did, I think Pedos would become a household name tomorrow. You know, it's going to take that, that. That's the work that we have to do now. Is we have the product, right? We have an exciting product. We know how to make it. We can make it in mass quantities. Even we now have to just figure out how to get the word out. Has Has Frito Lay been circling to acquire you? They actually tried to sue us uh, oh. a few years ago. Okay, <laughs> so there's one way or the other, right? It's either love or hate. <laughs> yeah, this character, the stick. So, so are you going to be acquired or IPO'd or neither? Exactly. Uh, no, but it's all good now. We we resolve things with them, and every everyone's uh, everyone's friendly now. Thank you so much, Nick. This was a enlightening experience. Buy some pedos, try them; they're delicious. Get them on Amazon. It's the easiest way to get them. You can get them at Sprouts. You can get them at Kroger. Um, and then soon they're going to be arriving in a bunch of new retailers. But uh, the the new the new items, which with the, with, with the DJP mascot, Jason, you were mentioning that was launched at the show are 100% vegan. There's two rings. One is pizza flavor and one is onion flavored. And then there's two curls, we call them, which is similar to like a crunchy style Cheeto. And that's the cheese flavor and then the fiery hot flavor. Which, um, so, you know, those are the four, four items that are all 100% plant-based, 100% vegan, all natural, and um, much, much, much higher in nutrition value uh, than, you know, their, their, than their junk food counterparts. Thank you, Jason. Thank you, Mike. Thanks you for this wonderful opportunity.